our good Arab Shabbos to my children, grandchildren, close friends. The parsha this week is Tzaveh. Very interesting parsha. Mostly deals with clothing of the kuhuna, the special clothes, and then layers of kind of jewelry and protective and, and decorative breastplates that they wore. Some very powerful lessons in this week's parsha. Most importantly, it's the only parsha from the beginning of Moshe's entry into the stage of the Torah and his uh, exit at his death, the only parsha that doesn't have his name. And uh, that's very strange because uh, God talks to him as you and repeatedly says, Va'ata, and you, and you, and you, and never mentions his name. Usually it starts with a Yomer Hashem El Moshe Lemor or something like that. Don't see anything resembling that in this week's parsha. And of course the rabbis delve into meanings and I wanted to just cover a few of them. Firstly, this is the week of Moshe's Yorzeit. And I think that the Torah wants to teach us to live without Moshe's physical presence, without seeing his name or hearing his name, getting used to the fact that he's going to leave the scene and preparing a, almost a, a Yorzeit commemoration for him. Secondly, it is punishment to him because when God threatens to destroy the Jewish people at the time of Egel Hazahav, the, the golden uh, calf, Moshe says to God, uh, wipe me out of your book. Uh, wipe me out of the book you write. You know, take my name out of the Torah if you're not going to save your people now. And so it's as if God says to him, I did save the people, but don't threaten me. Don't give me ultimatums. You do that, you'll, see, you'll pay the price. And so in fact, God did erase his name from one, one parsha as a sign of the fact that you don't do that. When Avraham begged uh, to save Saddam, he didn't use threats or ultimatums. He begged and he used a, a justice system of fairness. We see the difference. And this is Aharon's time. This is the time for the Kohanim uh, to take their role. And uh, therefore, Moshe needs to, the name of Moshe needs to be uh, subordinated so that we can uh, see the majesty of the dress and the routines of the Kohanim and what Jonathan Sachs calls the separation of church and state. The parasha starts with the need for pure olive oil, which is used to light the candles, and the purity of olive oil always represents the purity of the soul, which also is lit and provides a warmth and illumination. So the, the oil has to be very pure from the very first squeezing. The olive tree is also deeply symbolic with its connection to Noach and the dove coming back with an olive branch in its mouth, symbolizing peace, tranquility, forgiveness, and new beginnings, all of which are the messages of the Mishkan and the purity of the oil. The candle of the, of the oil is to be burning constantly. We have remnants of that and a symbolic connection to that with the Ner Tamid, the eternal light that burns atop every Aaron Kodesh and every Shul to this day, tied directly to the mitzvah in this week's Parsha. The Parsha deals with the vestments of the Kohanim. I was very excited when I thought it was investments, but uh, sadly it's eight vestments that were worn by the Kohanim, and each one is symbolically, according to Kabbalistic uh, thought, uh, linked to one of the sins that the uh, Israelites had already uh, done, um, the Choshen Mishpat, 
which is the breastplate of justice, uh, was there to atone for uh, faulty judgments and poor decisions. Uh, the katonet, the tunic, uh, which was uh, atoned for bloodshed, and that links back to the early Genesis tunic dipped in blood. Um, the pants, michnasayim, atoned for immorality, obviously because they cover up the lower part of the body, um, etc. So every one of these vestments uh, covered up or atoned for a different part of the sinning history. They're also replete with other symbolisms, the gold uh, in, the, uh, in, the, uh, in the uniforms um, is uh, directly linked to the golden calf. Um, the tzitz, which comes out of, the, uh, of Aaron's uh, headgear, uh, links directly to the tzitzit that are on the corners of the garments. So there's a lot of deep, deep meaning uh, to these uh, uniforms that, uh, that the priests wore, and particularly that what the high priest wore. We look at the ketoret, this potion that was mixed up and, and burned in the Mishkan, and it in many ways symbolizes the, the smoke on Har Sinai. And we know already that the, this portable temple, um, this portable Mikdash, was a, a redoing of the temple as words of Torah were given to Moshe repeatedly throughout, and more and more mitzvot were given so that the uh, Sinai temple experience continued. Two interesting ingredients in the Ketoret are Ma'aleh Ashan, which means it causes smoke to rise. And that idea means that, and apparently this ingredient did uh, cause the smoke to rise steadily in an upward uh, plume of smoke. And that basically is almost equivalent to Jacob's ladder, a, a plume of smoke linking heaven and earth. Um, and the second ingredient that I find to be particularly moving is this um, substance called chelbona. It is apparently a very foul-smelling um, fragrance uh, from, a, uh, from some kind of a material, very foul-smelling, uh, until it's mixed with all the other greedy ingredients in the ketoret, at which point that bad smell turns into be a fragrance smell, and ketoret with chelbona smells much better than without. And we learn from that that a community includes all kinds of people, the winners and the losers, the successful and the not-so-successful, the popular and the not-so-popular. When you put them all together and you welcome them in, you have a far healthier community than you could ever have by keeping them separate and uh, outside. So the rabbis are debating which is the most important uh, pasuk in the Torah. And Rabbi Akiva says, that the most important pasuk is love your fellow man as yourself. And then as I says, uh, this is the book of the generations of Adam. On the day that God created man, he made him in his image from Breshit, the beginning of, uh, of creation, the beginning of the whole story. Ben Zoma says, the most important pasuk is Shema Yisrael. And Ben Nana says, love your fellow man as yourself. But Shimon Ben Pazi says, we have found a more inclusive verse, and that is, that the first lamb you shall sacrifice in the morning, and the second lamb you shall sacrifice in the evening. And the rabbis agreed with him. He said that, uh, that this is the most important pasuk. And I think there's a profound lesson for us. The most important pasuk in the Torah, in the opinion of the rabbis, is that the uh, sacrifice in the morning 
and the sacrifice in the evening is the most important pasuk. We have to understand the importance of the routine, mundane, unexciting things we have to do as Jews, which ultimately become the most important things. Because I guess the, the exciting stuff is always easy to do. There's no challenge celebrating the important things, the exciting things, the, the, the special events. I think those who take care of the day-to-day mundane and make it special, make it extraordinary, make it experiential, are really doing more to further their own growth, their own Yiddishkeit, and the community as a whole. Because I think those people who can do that well will certainly be able to do all the other stuff well as well. We know, for example, that we always give regular holidays, regular time frames precedence over others. So Shabbat is more important because it's more regular than Shkodesh, for example. Many other examples like that. We also see that sacrifice, which now is prayer, is considered to be the most important regular activity, constant subservience and expressed commitment to Hashem. So may we live lives that are filled with the ordinary and the routine and the extraordinary and the special and cherish them both. And as we think about our community, we should keep in mind that foul smelling ingredient in the Ketoret and include people in our lives, reach out to people who may be depressed or sad, include them because their presence will improve the smell of the Ketoret for all of us. Have a great Shabbos. And remember that what's ordinary to a Jew is actually extraordinary. Take care. Shabbat Shalom.